Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. Today we take you inside the tent of the Untitled Art Fair during Miami Art Week 2016 to meet Sharon Loudon, artist and educator, and Rog Vartanian, co-founder and editor-in-chief of the online art publication Hyperallergic. We're surrounded by more than 100 gallery displays designed to lure art collectors to acquire the work of artists from around the world. Our conversation is about Sharon Loudon's newest book, The Artist as Culture Producer. Rog Vartanian wrote the foreword. Forty visual artists contributed essays to the 400-page publication. What does it mean for an artist to be a culture producer? Sharon Loudon had a specific idea in mind when selecting these contributors. I wanted to talk about how artists not only have a practice in their studios, they do projects that are not only in the market as we're seeing here today, and they also extend themselves out into the public realm in many different ways. The artists I chose are people who are very generous. They create communities. They do projects that are not only in the market, but they also extend themselves out into the public realm in many different ways. You're offering the inside story, the the roots, the impetus, the inspiration, and the giving that's part of being an artist that a lot of people don't understand. You know, by that artist as culture producer, that's a giving aspect of art that people don't always think about. Your focus is what they can give to communities. I totally appreciate you saying that and recognizing that, but I also think it's about how artists can give to one another. I think that still needs to happen more. And so it's not only a charge for the public to understand who an artist is today, but it's also a charge for artists to be able to create opportunities and give and fuel and feed this community that we're in. So the artists in this book are more models of what, of a potential engagement. Well, what do you I think, think it's often, artists are taught to be creative in every aspect of their lives. And sometimes, though, you have to remind them that it's also the models they create in actually living. It's not just about the work they're putting out into the world. It's actually the communities they're creating. It's like the way they choose to financially support themselves. I mean, these are all parts of the creativity of artists. And that's what they're so good at. And we're kind of in an era where those models are more important than ever because the old ways aren't working for everyone. I think we all feel that in different kinds of ways. So artists can start creating models that are a little more innovative, that are going to be challenging the status quo in different ways, or even just sort of wondering, hey, should I only be concerned about galleries? Should I only be concerned about museums? Should I start wondering about all those aspects and start creating questions and working with other people to figure out the answers? I think that's critically important. And I'm wondering what communities are represented in this book. Wendy Redstar, who's from Portland, Oregon, who's Native American artist who's from the Crow Reservation, was raised in Montana. Andre Zatel, who creates a lot of opportunities for artists in California. And then you have the Dufalo brothers in Philadelphia, who have a residency. It's called the Recycling Residency. Edgar Arsenault, who's in Los Angeles, who's just amazing and all the different things he does. 
mean, each one of these artists creates their different communities around them. Artists as culture producer, are they generating any resources for themselves, or is it a community service? Ooh, that's a great question. I think it's both. I think that they're sustaining themselves, and I think that also they do have a lot of different, I don't want to say jobs necessarily, but different sources of income. And I think that the definition of an artist today is not what it used to be. It's not so singular. But in this book, I pick people who have way different ways in which that they sustain a creative life. So there's Brett Wallace, who was actually hired by LinkedIn because he's an artist. And he manages about 50 people in that company. And to me, that's just one avenue. Teaching, that's a definitely one, I think, in some ways, even more than the art market, is probably one of the most stabilizing forces of artist communities in the world. Because the market exists in some communities, but the reality is almost education and like teaching for artists exists everywhere. Do you know whether it's in a high school or whether it's in a college or something? So I think we have to acknowledge that. Education's always been an integral part of what we do. Residencies for other artists, studios, I mean, real estate, all different ways in which artists can produce culture today. What new roles do you see artists taking on in today's political climate? Oh my God. I wish they would run for office. That would I be mean, great. I would love it. I would love to run for office. I'd like for them to be more involved in the political spectrum, in those communities, in the public. I think the role of the artist should be more integrated in the public. And that was a big thing in my mind, a big intention in my mind for the second book, is that I wanted to, actually the main audience for this book really is not the art world, that's secondary, is the public. And I want to create those bridges where artists can cross over into the public realm. And I think the more we're integrated and accepted, if you will, the more poverty there's going to be. And I think everybody raises to another level when that happens, when artists are involved. So that's what I can see. I want them to be more involved in the opportunities in politics that are already set and position them. If we had an artist in every public school that was planted there, a practicing artist in every public school, but also maybe in every administration that we have more artists who are active, I think it would just enhance and create more opportunities for everybody. The director of the Makata Museum in Brooklyn, she became a city councilor. I share Sharon's dream of that. Like, I'd like there to be an artist in residence in every major corporation, organization, exactly. public institution. They created a position of artist in residence in the Immigration Bureau in the city of New York. With you know, Tanya, Tanya Bergera. Right. And then, so, like, this is an example. That, what a great idea. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. You've been listening to my conversation with artist and educator Sharon Loudon and hyperallergic editor-in-chief Hrag Vartanian. We've been talking about Sharon Loudon's newest book project, The Artist as Culture Producer. The publication features essays by 40 contributors who lead impactful, artistic lives. These individuals model some of the ways that culture makers of the 21st century are enriching creative economies around the world. Indeed, their first-hand stories should inspire more of us to take on new roles in the public realm, to engage more deeply with our communities. Learn more at freshartinternational.com. If you like this episode, please let us know on Twitter and Instagram at freshartintl. 
Help us grow by rating and reviewing Fresh Art International on iTunes. You'll find us anywhere you go for podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk.